Hi, my name is Minister Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitley, and I'm not your conventional minister. The name of this podcast is Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Each week, we will review self-realization through storytelling. We will reflect on the theme as we become conscious and accept responsibility of how we create our life based on what we are conscious or aware of. My father was in the army when I was a child and he went AWOL, absence without official leave, every time he came home. He wanted to stay with his family and I know I didn't want him to leave. The MP, military police, will come around in their jeep, knock on the door and escort him to the jeep and we wouldn't see him for a long time. It was traumatic and I didn't understand why they were taking my father away. I made up a story around it that all the men in my life leave. I began to expect the men to disappear in my life, beginning with childhood boyfriends, usually because I was a wallflower, my father's ultimate early death, and my husband's early death at 57. I know now that they were natural occurrences, but first I needed to look back and discover when I made up this belief so that I could discontinue this story. Another trauma I experienced as a girl was being separated from my mom for any period of time, especially if she went out at night by herself. I worried that she would not make it home safely. My brother and I would sit on the kitchen cabinet, peering out the window, yearning for her reappearance, either through the dark passageway, through the park across the street from our house, or looking for her to come from the left down the street from Rockaway Avenue, or searching for her to come out of her neighbor's building directly across the street from our house. We would sing. Mama, please come home. Please come home. We didn't care how we sounded. Other siblings would laugh at us, but we didn't care. We needed her home safe and sound. As soon as we saw her, we stopped crying and yelping. Her traveling south didn't help because I was left behind. My brother was younger, so he got to travel with her. There was a void when she wasn't present. In this episode, we will address unhidden trauma that we might have buried in an effort to feel safe and in an effort to pretend that everything is all right. I've learned that we have to remember the traumas we've experienced and not allow unhidden traumas to turn into complexes. Unhidden traumas affect our communications and actions in the world and usually end up without acting out in ways that even surprise us and not living up to our potential because we are building, we are holding back our full self-expression. As we examine trauma, let us begin with where trauma lives. It lies buried in our self-conscious. It lives deep in our psyche. We are so uniquely made that there is a part of us that remembers everything that has happened to us, whether we think we remember it 
or not. It is so deeply embedded that it is subtle and we can say underhandedly runs the show called our life. For example, when we don't think we're good enough or when we don't believe that our dreams will come true or just have an affair of people, sometimes of the opposite sex, sometimes of another race, it stems from some past experiences, usually some past trauma. If we want to heal from trauma, it has to be a sincere desire. For me, it took digging deep, looking at the trauma in the face and applying positive techniques so as to remember the trauma itself. Looking at my past trauma was disturbing at first. Truthfully speaking, I did not want to face it and denied it. After remembering, I pretended that I had gotten over it. It was disturbing in more than one way. I even felt shame around remembering some of the trauma that was beginning to resurface. Facing the trauma was like looking a monster in the face. All the self-help programs and books said that until I faced the trauma, I would continue to create associated stories around it. Let's examine briefly the trauma in Joseph's life. In this biblical story, which takes place in Genesis 37, 18 through 36, Joseph was at first betrayed by his 11 brothers and sold into slavery. You can see how this might be traumatic for anyone, can't you? I mean, how can you trust anybody after being betrayed by family members? Was it surprising that he was later betrayed by Potiphar's wife, Genesis 39, 13 through 20, and even his two cellmates that left prison before him with Joseph asking them to remember him, stemming from not believing that they would. Can you see how his thoughts of betrayal would follow him throughout his life? <clears throat> of course it would. In Genesis 42, 1 through 27, Joseph's actions toward his brother when they came to Egypt looking for food may have been different if he didn't communicate from the trauma, the complex and emotionally charged thoughts that were buried in his subconscious mind. As happy as he was to see them, it was through the eyes of trauma that he acted by betraying them at first. He didn't accept them right away, but played games with them, not revealing his identity and having them leave Egypt after supplanting the idea that their brother was a thief and keeping their younger brother until they made the long journey back to their father in Canaan, only to make the long journey back to Egypt again when he revealed the truth of who he was. The good news is that trauma can be remembered and trampled under our feet. Emmett Fox, in The Power of Constructive Thinking, teaches the Bible from a symbolic, spiritual, and psychological perspective. Analyzing Psalms 91 from these perspectives, this is what Emmett Fox says about how trauma will be overcome. First, let us understand verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He says that the secret place of the Most High is in our minds, the place where we shut the door and go to pray. 
Skipping down to Psalm 91, 13, it says of the person that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Most people are afraid of lions because they are ferocious and quick as lightning. But because they do not hide, in fact, they are in your face. They are so bold, you can anticipate their action and plan a way to flee, fight, or freeze. You can develop a strategy because you know the problem facing you. In other words, what you are aware of, you can deal with in your life. This is why it is necessary to be aware of past tra trauma. On the other hand, the adder or snake is hidden. Spiritually, and psychologically speaking, these are the hidden trauma thoughts that operate in our sub subconscious. We don't see it, so we don't know how to attack it. The fight is unfair because we don't know the enemy. We don't remember the trauma and especially don't know that we are being affected. It's common that we blame it on the devil, believing some outside source is attacking us when we are unknowingly allowing a, and attacking ourselves with our hidden thoughts. These thoughts creep in and lay in our psyche, just as subtle thoughts enter the mind seemingly unaware. You ever ask yourself, where did that thought come from? The adder becomes a dragon, and this is Fox's way of describing the complexes as a group of ideas heavily charged with emotions and hidden away in the subconscious mind. This is so true. It ultimately becomes destructive if we don't become aware of these thoughts by remembering their inception. Listen again. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou, you, trample under our feet. This psalm beautifully promises our deliverance simply because we have made the secret place of God our hiding place. Our complexes will be utterly dissolved, trampled under our feet when we pray for deliverance. Choosing to dwell in the secret place of the Most High acknowledges the presence of God. And as Emmett Fox says, our petitions go to the seat of the trouble as we dwell and pray in our secret place. This allows the mental cause of that trauma to be healed as God helps us redeem our perspective and see our issues differently. Peace and Shalom. If you can't wait until next week's story, visit Looking for Self Series on Amazon.com under Gershona Cynthia Whitley.